Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Body and Soul Armor. It's from Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17. They could hear it coming. They could draw it in their sleep. The very sound of it was synonymous with authority and emboldened the man who wore it. It was Roman body armor. While Paul was a prisoner, he saw it every day, day in and day out. He was even shackled to a Roman guard for stretches of time. As Paul strives to tell the Christians of his day to be strong in the Lord, he uses their struggle and the familiar armor to symbolize the nature of the battle. It was far more than met the eye. Listen. He writes, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. As Paul looked at the soldiers, he took apart the various elements of their armor and then symbolically painted a similar armor that the believer must don if he would stand against the powers of darkness in this world. First, belt of truth. Second, breastplate of righteousness. Third, gospel of peace. Fourth, shield of faith. Fifth, helmet of salvation. And sixth, the sword of the Spirit. Why, pray tell, did Paul start with the belt of truth? To stand against the scheme of evil, why wouldn't he start with something... Well, frankly, more impressive or substantial, like the sword or even the shield. Paul had ample time to study the elements of the Roman armor and how each protected the soldier, so he knew the belt was key. The belt was the foundational piece of armor because it protected the loins and held the scabbard, which held the sword. No belt no sword. Besides, the belt also had strips of leather hanging down from the front that helped to protect the soldier's groin area when in battle. Why did Paul attach truth to the belt with regard to helping Christians stand up to evil? We must understand that truth is fundamental to effective daily living, and truth is critical if attacked by the evil one. In the recent briefing, You Have an Enemy, I described the nature and the wiles of Satan. His chief 
method of attack is lies. And he targets our minds. He destroys right thinking through lies. Jesus said, There is no truth in him, for he is a liar and the father of lies. John 8, verse 44. So you and I must absolutely come to an understanding that our ability to stand our ground, why, our very bearings, indeed, our belt that holds everything else together, must be hung upon truth, or nothing else will hold together. Here's the current dilemma. In our secular culture, religion and morality have been relegated to the category of subjective preference rather than objective truth. Truth is considered less important than how something makes us feel. We can always find a study or website to back up what we want to be true, whether or not it really is. What matters is how we feel, since people, not reality, are the final arbiters of truth. Oh my goodness. Really? Truth is in trouble, wouldn't you say? We have nothing to stand upon if we as Christians cannot stand on the truth of what we believe and in whom we believe. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. John 14, verse 6. Enough said.